What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the TDM Show. I'm your host, Greg, as usual, and then I've got two cool dudes here with me. i got Matt and Caleb. What's up, gentlemen? Doing all right. How are hey, you? How's it going, Greg? Doing fantastic. Let's let's jump into it. There's a lot to talk about this week, so we're not going to take our time and nothing like we normally do. I want to start, Caleb, mm. what's, our, what's our glorious games of the month this month? <sighs> well... <laughs> <laughs> Starting August 1st uh, on Xbox One, you can get Portal Knights all the way until August 31st. And then, from August 16th to September 15th for Xbox One, you can get uh, Override Mech City Brawl, which is literally looks like a bunch of fake versions of robots we like. There's a, a fake Iron Man, there's a fake Optimus Prime, there's a fake. Megazord on there. There's a fake uh, computer Rob? from yeah. There's Rob a fake Rob. Yep. There's a fake version of that one robot from over from um over. What's the uh, the Blizzard game? Overwatch. Yeah. There's a fake one of those. So yeah. And then if you're done with fake Overwatch robots, um, you can then download MX Unleashed from August first to fifteenth. That's backwards compatible game. And then the only game on this list that I think is remarkably okay uh, from THQ, not Nordic, just good old-fashioned THQ, RIP, God bless the dead, Red Faction 2. I'm so killing you, so I'm super excited about those games. I was so Honestly. excited to buy a Xbox One series, whatever they're calling it, just for Fable. I don't want to buy an Xbox because I don't want anything to do with this anymore. Like, this is dumb. I will say, it's always, uh, every time I go to the PlayStation Store, I'm looking for Portal. This is always the Portal that I don't want that they show me. (laughs) And that's all I have to say about that game. It's a very kid-friendly month. Uh, Even uh, kid-friendly is an exaggeration. This is nonsense. I mean, look, Caleb. It's seventy nine ninety six in value, okay? And you can get two thousand in gamer score. I mean, how can you beat that? You have Easily. any way you could beat that, Matt? Easily. Uh, in terms of games, yes, <laughs> that I'd huh. actually be interested in playing. <laughs> how could you do that <laughs> with uh, PlayStation's PlayStation Plus free games of the month? Uh, one of them, which is already launched, starting July twenty eighth. Uh, the remastered campaign for Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 uh, is now on PlayStation Plus for the month of August. Uh, I know I usually tend to stay away from Call of Duty games, but Modern Warfare 2 is a masterpiece, and I will be getting this game uh, just to play through it again. Another game that's piqued my interest that I'm very curious about is Fall Guys. And I think this might be the first month this year that I will download both games from PlayStation Plus games of the month and actually play them. <laughs> you know, that so, could be. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, listen, there's two Platinums there that are worth getting. You can keep your 2000 gamer score. I don't want it. Matter <laughs> of fact, I want a <laughs> refund for playing these games. <laughs> hey, somebody out there is going to want to play them. Somebody will play them. That'll make somebody happy. I don't know who. Uh, but real quick, before we get too far, have Caleb, have you tried to find the games with gold 
on your Xbox? No, considering I don't have one anymore. So, oh, really? Oh, interesting. Uh, so I went through uh, earlier this week after I beat a couple different games and was like, you know what, let me try something. Actually, this was after our last show. I wanted to try to play through something on the Xbox. And I tried to find the games with gold on the console. I don't know where they are. Like, you can find it on the app very easily. Uh, but on the console itself, it's like, we've got free games that we're going to hide from you. Hope you got that gamer pass. So, <clears throat> but no, I'm uh, I, I'm excited for Fall Guys. Uh, I'll, I might play through Call of Duty Modern Warfare again, but Fall Guys looks it looks really interesting, and it looks like having it on PlayStation Plus might have the availability to um, kind of follow in the in the steps of Rocket League. Yeah, I'm excited for the potential that game has. Yeah, and that's again this that's that's. The big difference here. There's a game with potential and then there's a classic. Anyone who wants to argue that Modern Warfare is a classic needs to be taken out behind the shed and beaten like a rag doll. Uh, this is not up for debate. You just get beaten. If you want to argue, it's a beating. If you want but 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 nothing. It's a beating. It's just we're just beating people now. Stop it. <laughs> and, and, and then on like a game that's at least ten years old, and and then games that find me a child that actually wants to play Override Mech City Brawl, and I'll shut up. Would any of your kids, Greg? We're gonna find out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> can we can we stream <laughs> your kids playing these games and their reactions? I would pay no. money to see that. That would be really funny to watch. I mean, like, from, from, Greg's account, from Greg's account, his son already knows how to. <laughs> <laughs> Look, that little man's playing through Legend of Zelda on Master Mode. Oh, gosh. Dude, he is braver than I. After I purchased the DLC for that, I went to Master Mode, and I was like, you mean I got to start over? Nah, fam, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> He's got four of the Guardians already. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Disrespect, Matt. You just out here getting disrespected. You know what? I'm okay. I'm okay with that because uh, I recognize that little kids are a lot better than I am at stuff, and that's okay. There you go. That's like I can still outrun you though, so I don't care. <laughs> hey, look, you can run faster than anyone if they're tripped up. <laughs> so, like I said, there's a lot going on this week. Um, I want to kind of hit the little things first. We already covered the games for the month. Um, let's talk about Xbox games coming to PlayStation real quick. So, did you all hear? About that Xbox exclusive game coming to PlayStation. Yeah, you know what happened with that. Uh, you know, I, I really don't know. Uh, it's it's really interesting. So for those who aren't in the know, uh, Cuphead is now you can play it on your Xbox, your PC, your Tesla, your Switch, your and fridge. on your PlayStation. <laughs> Where else? Your, oh, your fridge. Yes, yeah. Samsung <laughs> fridge can play it. Yeah. So it's. It's really interesting because if I'm not mistaken, didn't Phil Spencer say this was an Xbox exclusive? Yes, there was no, ever, there was never ever a mention of this being a timed exclusive, especially since because Microsoft funded the development of this game. Oh, from the startup, like it was even worse than uh, uh, PlayStation with No Man's Sky. Yep, 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 yep. They literally, when these guys were 
like round one sourcing for funds, Microsoft was just like, we want this game. So I, I thought I even thought that Microsoft bought the studio. Um, I could be wrong about that. I thought Microsoft bought that studio and said, this is going to be your job now. Make the game. It, it's it, it's definitely an interesting thing. Um, it, I don't understand this. It, it doesn't support, I guess, kind of the narrative that they've been pushing as far as, you know, the this is the best place to play the games. I mean, he they did at one point say, Phil Spence specifically said, they don't like console exclusives uh, because it kind of limits and forces people to play games in certain areas, which I think is just PRBS uh, because you have console exclusives. It's not like you're putting Halo on the PlayStation. So, um, it's an interesting grab. Uh, it, good on the developers able to get more money out of that game, um, especially considering there is that Netflix series coming. There is the rumored DLC that apparently turned into a, a sequel. Um, and, you know, like we said, you can play this on Anything with the screen, it seems like at this point. So, I but. mean, it's it's good because this game is a game worth experiencing. I don't care who you are, where you are, where you're from. It will make you cry, but it is a game worth experiencing. I think it goes somewhere in the high 30s for 100 best games ever made. And when you say it'll make you cry, it's not because of. The not story. emotional. Not emotional. Not at all. You will cry because the game is going to kick your head in. Multiple times. It's hard. It's just hard. It's really, really hard. Yeah, that, that's... Even on easy mode, the game is hard. It's just hard, bro. So, um, do you have any thoughts on this, Matt? Absolutely not. Yeah, so I thought. Because you're, you're a gamer that's not a gamer, right? Facts. But you like candy, don't you? As much as the next person, depending who I'm standing next to. Are you a fan of Pez? <laughs> don't I like do that. this to me. I like that. Please don't do I this. like that. Are you a fan of Pez, Matt? <laughs> I, I refuse to start this if you're going to segue that way. <laughs> I, I thought you were a big fan of Pez and you want to talk about Pez today. That's what you told me before the show. Isn't that what he said, Matt, Caleb? Yeah, I, I, I heard him talking about Pez's. Lots of Pez's. <laughs> Updated Pez's, new so Pez's, future Pez's. so much. You know what? I really so hope you never hit play not touch Skyrim ever again, Caleb. I'm just kidding. That, I might I might start playing Skyrim right now. What right do you mean? Now. <laughs> I might play Skyrim while we're potting. What do you mean? Right. We just hear it in the distant background. Uh, but a couple weeks ago, uh, Pez, for those that are unaware, Pro Evolution Soccer the main rival to FIFA uh, came out and said they will not be releasing a new game this year. So the 2020-2021 season, or what would be PES 21, they're instead releasing a season update in order to prepare for big, like, game-changing updates in the next year. So what would be PES 22? I'm intrigued by this because we've had this conversation of as people are kind of moving to this Fortnite model of seasons, does a base game 
like does the physical disc of buying it year in and year out go away and people just do season updates and then the secondary question is is pez gonna beat fifa to the punch and create this really awesome game because i know people would prefer pez for some of the mechanics prep to fifa but fifa has a lot of the rights to people's names and teams and stuff like that but um, didn't but fifa it- recently just lose exclusivity rights for champions league no pez had exclusive rights for champions league but then i, was, I think there was something um literally like global wide where um particular rights couldn't the or at least rights for particular entities couldn't be held and so it was released so that everyone could have it and so now fifa has champions league um pez literally had champions, that was the only thing going for them outside for some of the other nitpicking stuff but this might be the one time pez beats fifa to the punch because fifa's still releasing a base game it's still more or less the same game it has been for the past five or seven years but i'm interested to see what happens you mean to tell me that EA has released a sports title that's the same game for the last five or seven years? 2K. I was thinking Madden because 2K is technically 2K, but... Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Speaking of 2K and Madden, they are in conversations oh, yeah, yeah. with the NFL to acquire the rights to use players' names and team names for an unknown football game. I thought that was already greenlit. Well, here's the thing. They had preliminary conversations, and apparently the players' union agreed to it. Mm. So now they're in conversations with the NFL. Okay. Look, if there's one thing we know that neither one of these games or these companies will have, it's that Bill Belichick will not be in any of these games. That's true. He doesn't sell his... uh, he doesn't allow his uh, likeness to be used, correct? No, not at all. <laughs> That's the most hilarious thing in the world. They'll just have a know. guy. They'll just have a guy in a cutoff hoodie. Yep, <laughs> every single year. <laughs> so, so uh, it's. I think you're right, uh, Matt. The whole Pez situation could is interesting, and it's it kind of builds off that conversation we had last week talking about you know competition leads to innovation, more or less. So I, I'm, I'm not invested in either one of them. Um, Konami being the owners of Pez, it, it kind of leads like Konami makes all their money now from uh, pachinko machines for the most part. So it'll be interesting if they do something like that to keep a constant source of revenue if they do that whole um, platform thing, but time will tell i guess we'll find out next year hopefully so so that's all the kind of the little stuff we have going on this week guys um i've got some bigger things i want to talk about uh it's rumored this thursday we're gonna get a sony event on Mm. the 6th so i wanted to know if we got that sony event on the 6th what do you think we'll see and what do you want to see from that event Ooh, I'm going to start because I probably have not as detailed a list as you or Caleb. Uh, but hopefully with this, we uh, can finally start pre-orders for the PlayStation 5. So that means we're getting a, a price and date. Um, and other than that, I don't know. That's really the 
the one big thing that I want out of it. That's really all I care about because they've already shown us all these games from the last uh, uh, event that they did. This is really, I think this is what everyone's focused on at this point in time. It's like, okay, we know you have the games. Now what about the console? Like when, when can we start pre-ordering the console? Caleb? Hmm. Price, day, time. When can I start my pre-order? <laughs> so you're pretty much right there with Matt. Yeah, like price, day, time. Where can I pre-order? Like, and I, 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 I'm both excited for and nervous for. Uh, it's available for pre-order now. So I, it won't be. I don't want that. I. They've I, already I, come out and said it will not be like that. Okay, thank goodness because. I can't deal with that kind of anxiety because then as soon as I hear that, I got to jump in the car. I got to run to my nearest <laughs> GameStop location and pre-order the, the console. I got to fight somebody. A Karen is going to come out and try to say something to me. I'm going to curse on somebody. I Leave me alone. <laughs> I, I, I will fight somebody. Mask, yeah, PlayStation, no mask. I think PlayStation came out last week, the week before, and said um, it was actually two weeks ago when that whole rumor that it was going to get announced on a Monday and up for pre-order was going on but it, they came out and were like look listen it's not going to be a last minute thing we will give you um a time as to when it will be pre-orderable so they'll give us notice is what they said so <clears throat> don't have to worry about having to curb stop any karens out there because they won't uh they want <laughs> well, to get that place but for other reasons <laughs> yeah somebody should make a game called curb stomping aaron <laughs> i mean there's a game called uh what is it ski jump sniper <laughs> yeah <laughs> Anything is possible. Uh, Sorry, I just thought about something that's completely not relevant. Well, I'll just shelve it for for another time. All right. Um, I think I want to see... So I'm I'm with you guys. I want to see a a date. I want to see a price. I want to know about when... Even if it's not pre-orderable and they don't give us the information as to when it'll be pre-orderable, and then on Tuesday or Friday, the following day, we get like a blog post saying, hey... As of Monday, the whatever day, the whatever number that is of August, um, it's pre-orderable. Like that, I'm fine with that. Um, what I really want to see, though, is I want to see, want to see the UI. I want to see what we have in store for that. Um, I also want to see some gameplay footage because a lot of the games that we saw, if not all of them, from the last reveal we got, were just kind of stingers and trailers and teasers. So I want to see. I want to see gameplay footage of what this is going to look like um, so that I can either praise it for how great it is or just like I did last week, I can wreck it like I did for Xbox and Halo um, because I am not against doing that for any company. Um, But I want to see that, and then I want to know what the lineup of games is. Like, you've you've told us you got all these games. What is the launch day? This will be on the console. This is what's backwards compatible. This is what you're going to be buying with what you're going to be playing. Like, I think those are the key components to that that we I, I want to see um, to really kind of... I've already talked about I want the PS5, but I want that, that kind of seal of approval with that information from them. Mm-hmm. So I think that was a little, a little easier than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> but it's all right. Sorry, right, we'll we'll work through this. We'll get we'll get more interesting. Um, so apparently, Xbox is removing the word 
Xbox from their Game Pass. So it's not um, just called Game Pass. Yes. So the which is really interesting because the at Xbox Game Pass Twitter handle, which is verified as you know them, posted a picture of a logo that just has the Xbox Game Pass logo. It says Game Pass on it, um, and you know a whole bunch of other stuff here. Let me copy this image, and they're pretty much just removing the word Xbox entirely from their marketing. So that's that's a tweet that came out from them. As you can see there, it does not say Xbox whatsoever on that picture. It does have the Xbox logo, um, but they have removed Xbox from the Game Pass. Mm. Is there a reason for this? I am going to so, bring up the argument I have been bringing up for the last hey, hey, however hey, long hey, we've hey, been doing this podcast. Hey, hey, hold on for a second. I, I, I want to try something. No, no, no. no. You know, I don't want to... No, no, no! Hold on, hold on. This, this is, this is, this is what I'm trying to say. Just listen for a second. I'm gonna say something, and then I'm gonna see if what I'm saying is what you've been trying to say for as long as you claim you've been saying it. Okay? Claim? We have audio recordings of me saying this. <laughs> is is, and obviously, forgive me, anyone in the crowd, who or you guys that feels like when I, I, if I'm just blasphemous campaigning hiding pretending to be some sort of gamer when i know next to nothing about what is going on uh is this just a play for them to to um essentially have a cross-platform game pass for through via microsoft is that is that what you're talking about is that what's going on or is it something that they're trying to um really push for that uh Crossplay with Xbox for PC and uh, Sony. That's my question. Is that what we're hinting at? So that that's I think that's what's so confusing about this is that they have recently come out and said that Game Pass and and you uh, the ability to stream your games will not be available on Switch and it won't be available on PlayStation. So it's still mm-hmm. going to be exclusive to the Xbox console um, and mobile devices and PC but that's it and there's this whole kind of theory going around out there that Xbox is essentially pulling out of the console game and more concerned about not they're not pulling out as in they're done with consoles but their primary focus is on the game pass they want people to buy into that game pass and I've I've had conversations with people on Twitter, civil arguments uh, around about, you know, what's happening with the Game Pass. Is it even like, is it lucrative? Because people are also saying that they're going to cut Xbox Gold so that you can play any game for free online. This was one of the arguments. They're going to cut Xbox Gold so you can play multiplayer games for free online. You pay for Game Pass is all you pay for, which will then drive more people to buy Xbox. My instant rebuttal for that was PlayStation 3. Am I wrong, Caleb? That's exactly... Like, yeah, you... Alright. Like, PlayStation 3 was a free online multiplayer play. And everybody still gravitated towards the less powerful 
Xbox 360 with the pay-to-play online subscription fees. That, that, that was where I had two consoles in my house. I had my Blu-ray player, and I had my multiplayer console. That was That's what I had. And I took the free games when PlayStation went down. I was like, appreciate you. Didn't even know that these were out there. Check these out. Um, but it it doesn't seem like they can that can happen because how how is and we've t- I think we talked about this last week how lucrative is Game Pass? How lucrative is it not just for Microsoft but for the individual studios that have their games on there? Exactly. That's my big concern. Is like what percentage of this money are the developers getting? I'm sure. From what I've heard, and this is like industry talk, I've heard this. I've heard it speculated on IGN's, like multiple IGN podcasts. I heard it speculated on um, Colin's Last Stand back in the early days. I've heard it speculated on Kind of Funny. the The running theory is that the developers get paid a large lump sum on the back end before their game ever makes it to the game pass and then they get a small percentage going forward so they get get a buy-in price and they get and they get um uh what are they called royalties essentially thank you yes yeah um my thing is and i'll tell my personal story uh i was dying miracle foundation they're like hey what do you want i'm like i want to go buy things at best buy because if i'm gonna die i'm gonna die at playing elder scrolls oblivion and they gave me enough money to buy both the PlayStation and the Xbox. My pops was not having it, though. He was like, you got to choose one. I'm not going to let you have a PlayStation and an Xbox. Choose one. I chose the Xbox. And they got me an, a $60 Xbox Live Gold. Because back in the day, you just buy the, the Xbox Live Gold for 60 bucks. I, it's still that way. Yeah. You, could, you could buy those cards at Best Buy back then. And you just like sign them for the whole year. Because that's where people were playing. I wanted the PlayStation personally because I, I, I had the PlayStation 2. Um, the games I wanted were on the PlayStation. But I knew all my friends were playing multiplayer on the Xbox. That's why I got the Xbox. So this theory that, oh, online multiplayer is free is hogwash at best. Um, here's the thing, though. If they do, if they do away with gold, and everyone then has to pay for Game Pass, isn't that kind of like counterproductive? What I, I I said I've been saying this since day one: roll gold into Game Pass. Just make Xbox Live Gold part of Game Pass. You have Game Pass a year. Yeah, hundred bucks, hundred bucks a year. You get gold. You get Game Pass. Salam alaikum. Everybody's happy. If you yeah, don't I, want the ultimate gold level gold pass, make different tiers. Like give people will pay money. Clearly, ask Fortnite. People are paying money for skins that are irrelevant a week later. Give people the option to a la carte whatever they want. And then I still think Sony should do the same thing. Roll PlayStation Plus and PlayStation Live into one hundred dollar a year subscription. They've got me sold. Period. PlayStation now. PlayStation now, yeah. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, no, I'm, I, I'm, I'm confused by that. Uh, the theory is that, and the speculation is that this month we'll hear that they're removing it. So we'll find out shortly if they're taking that away. Um, but yeah, I, I call malarkey. There's no way after what Halo Two came out in 2003, 
17 years of online multiplayer and paying to play it online that they're just like, I have a good one. Game Pass now. There's no way. That is free $60, $10 a month, $60 a year, whatever you're paying that they're getting out of people. No. That keeps the servers up and running. That does all that stuff that they need to do. To cut that out would be absolutely detrimental, and I would be floored. They make billions off that stuff. Billions. So that'll be interesting. Do you have any other thoughts on what we just kind of talked about, Matt? Don't do that to me. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I did uh, yeah, I didn't mean to yawn. I did not mean to make you yawn. Uh, no, I don't have any additional thoughts on that. I think you guys summed it up very nicely. All right. Well, let's talk about something that had me heated and ready to fight somebody this week. I know. Do I, do I know? Sorry. Do I know what happened? Do I know what happened? Did I see this happen? Or oh, you I- saw it happen, but you probably don't know that. I think you want to fight somebody, and I'll explain why uh, okay. when we get to it. It's a great thing. But it has great potential to be horrible. And what I mean by that, what I'm talking about is Halo Infinite multiplayer is mm. free to play <laughs> and 120 frames per second. Mm. Gorgeous. So, and that's great. I, I, yeah. want, I want to reiterate, that is great that they're expanding the possibility of players to play online multiplayer Halo and adding more people to that service my issue with it is you just showed me 10 minutes of gameplay footage that's campaign based it did not look good i don't care how you skin that cat that cat did not look good whatsoever it looks like fun as i said but it does not look good Now you're telling me that you have put extensive amount of time into the multiplayer, which is great because having Halo as a multiplayer game is essential. A great game. But I'm getting the vibe that all they're focusing on from the little tidbit of information we've gotten so far is that multiplayer and the campaign is a second thought. Now I've said many times I'm a campaign first player. That's predominantly what I do. I love the story of Halo. I've read all, if not most, of the Halo books. I I, I love playing the campaign. I've beaten all them, all the games at least twice. Um, some of the older ones, four, five, six, half dozen times more, if not. So there's there's a lot of history from with this campaign. But I'm getting the vibe. And if I'm wrong, gentlemen, please correct me. I'm getting the vibe that this is not their focus. Their focus is the multiplayer. I fully and 100% agree with you on that one. I don't know. Because, obviously, from our conversation last week, I don't look that deep into stuff whenever they're talking about reveals. Um, Halo was literally the one game I played on Xbox. That and uh, Naruto Rise of a Ninja. Best game ever. Uh, We need a remaster for that. Whoever's listening, make that happen. Uh, so I I was like one of the few people who was like, oh, I'm super excited about this. Didn't even give it a second thought until you come up. You're like, this looks bad. And seeing the comparison photos, like, okay, yeah, yeah, I can see that. Um, that being said, and then seeing that, obviously, my first thought is seeing that is like, oh, 
this is really cool. I mean, I'm I'm like you, Greg. Campaign is like the way I do it. The more I'm thinking about it, the more you're talking about it, the more I was like, should I be worried about this is like the one thought that I'm having. And that's kind of like where I'm sitting right now. So I, I kind of want to pull this article from IGN and talk about this, throw this in here. Kind of, I think it relates. Um, community manager John Janicek, I apologize if I butchered that, explained that there are two key areas being debated around the community overall, art style and visual fidelity. Based on our learnings from Halo 4, 5, and Halo Wars 2, along with strong community feedback, we decided to shift back towards the legacy aesthetic that defined the original trilogy. With Halo Infinite, we're returning to more classic art style, which was a key message going back to the very first reveal that garnered enthusiastic and positive responses. This translates to a more vibrant palette, cleaner models, and objects with less noise, though it doesn't mean less detail. While we appreciate this may not be everyone's personal preference, we stand by this decision and are happy to see it resonating with so many fans around the world. The second theme being discussed involves visual fidelity. Negative feedback in this area includes comments around characters and objects appearing flat, simplistic, and plastic-like uh, lighting fe uh, feeling dull and flat. The object pop-in. We've read your comments. We've seen the homemade examples of retouch content, and yes, we've heard the digital foundry assessments. In many ways, we are in agreement here. We do have work to do to address some of these areas and raise the level of fidelity and overall presentation for the final game. The build used to run the campaign demo was work in progress from several weeks ago with a variety of graphical elements and game systems still being finished and polished. So I think I'll cut it there because I think that's pretty much all we need to get. But that, I mean, that right there just kind of shows us that they, they do have a problem. They are aware they have a problem, which is great. They've acknowledged the problem. Is there enough time for this problem to be fixed? I don't think so. I'll be honest. I don't think so. so I, think then, I think they waited too long. I think they had a misstep, and I don't. I don't. I don't want to call it ignorance, but I, I. I don't think. I don't think they were reading the writing on the wall. I really don't. And, and again, I'm. I'm going. You said it best. Like you can't market your console as being god level, bunch of teraflops, blah 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 blah. It's gonna look, it's gonna look, it's gonna look, and then deliver a subpar product. Yeah, and that's that's exactly what I was about to hit on. That's that is ultimately the issue that is coming out of this. You you when you overhype something the way that Microsoft has done for the last six months to a year, we expect phenomenal things that that's just human nature it's no different than when you go to see a movie and your buddy before you walk in is like yo man that's the best movie ever that movie is now going to be trash or not up to standard in your eyes because you are expecting the best movie ever no matter how, how you how you put it you're expecting something that's not going to be given to you um and that's what we got out of this that's what we've got out of this whole Halo Infinite fiasco. Uh, I'm concerned that the multiplayer is free-to-play and that we might get a delay on the campaign. And it's, it's really interesting because 
they're talking about the campaign that the that Halo Infinite is supposed to be a ten year game. Caleb, do you remember any of the games that were supposed to be a ten year game? Ah, uh, yeah, sure. I remember a few games that were supposed to be ten year games. There was Destiny for one. Uh, How long did that last? Uh, we got Destiny two about three years later. Yeah, so good. Almost, almost halfway. Uh, Overwatch Overwatch is the only one that's still going strong that was supposed to be a 10-year game, but we knew what that was coming out the gate. We knew this was going to be an eSports game because they set the expectation. Microsoft is gone. They've gone into the gun range with a 50 cal, but they're like, shooting at targets all over the place they've got a they've got a massive weapon on their side but they're like they, okay that's what that's what i'm trying to say they've gone into the gun range they have a 50 cal sniper rifle but they've got a freaking blindfold on and they're just shooting at anything if that makes yep. sense that's that's what it feels like to me you're not using what you have to it's like fullest potential and it doesn't look it doesn't look like you know what you're doing really doesn't and it's again it's they want people to get into that ecosystem of the game pass which is great i think it's we talked last week about you know again i'll bring it up competition brings up innovation it also drives the the business in different ways um if game pass could explode and be great it could push playstation to do something similar which is what we want um, I mean, as as a consumer, I I would love to spend less and play more. That's anything you do in life. That is our goal, right? Spend less, get more. One hundred percent. I mean, isn't that one of like Target's uh, catchphrase or something like that? <laughs> it might be. Essentially, um, maybe it's Walmart. I don't know. It's one of those places. But uh, it's hey, money live better as Walmart or it used to be Walmart. Uh, one of them, but is. I but I get what you're saying. Yeah, we get so it. it's it, it it's something that we want. But if you don't have competent games on there, which on Xbox Game Pass, that is historically the issue. Um, short of Gears Five, I can't think of a game that's a first party title from Xbox where you're like, man, this is great. And even then, they misstep on the third-party titles and talk about how games like Control, from Phil Spencer said Control's going to be on Game Pass, and then can, the developer's remedy had to come and be like, whoa, dog, nah, it's not on Game Pass. It won't be on Game Pass. Please, go buy our game. Because people stop spending money for that developer on their game. So we need, we need cut, clear-cut instructions from Microsoft. What the hell is going on? That's what I was about to, about to ask because this is the ship. We've seen... The, here's the sad part. We've seen this before. We've seen this from Xbox before. And this is what Uncle Phil came to combat. We have been giving him his props for the better part of seven years because when he came, when he became the captain of the Xbox, SS Xbox, it was... Uh, it was literally a sinking ship. It, like every like, Phil Maddox, whatever old boy's name was, was a madman. Doodles, that dude was a, a power drunk maniac, just saying whatever he wanted from stage. And even developers were like, ah, uh, "Okay, Xbox, sure, I guess we were doing that." 
And Uncle Phil came in and he was he was well spoken. He actually played games. Developers loved him. He was reaching out across the aisle to Nintendo and Sony and everything seemed to be going right. We were focused on games again. The system was was doing well. I I, I don't know what's happening here. And it, it just seems like they're just grasping at straws, seeing what's going to work. Because nothing they're doing is working. Yeah, I mean, last generation it was, you can't play somebody else's games. Uh, you always have to be online, and you have to have the connect. Those those are the three big things that turn people off from that. And this generation, it just seems like we don't have the games. It is the most powerful console in the world, but it doesn't look anything different than our competitor. And we don't have the games. Like that's that's what I'm hearing from them, and that's what is so discouraging about this. As we just said five minutes ago, we had the Xbox 360 because the Xbox 360 was the place to play. Yes, 100. percent And and they have 100 percent stepped on their own tie, tripped on the ground, and ran face first first into a mud patty at this point. And I don't know. I, I again, I want to hear them tell me we're fixing it. We're done. We got this scored away. Look at this beautiful gameplay footage of this game, of that game, of this one over here. You want our console. Like, I want a reason to want this console. And currently, I don't have one. Really don't. Again, I keep saying it. Only reason you will catch me playing an Xbox Series X is to experience Fable. I'm here for Fable, and that is it. And if I can play Fable on my PC, why wouldn't I? That's like, let me ask this question directly to the Xbox fan base, directly to uh, Larry Herb, directly to Phil Spencer, which is Larry Herb retiring from Xbox? I don't, I don't know that one. I thought, I thought I saw something about that, but if he is retiring, wow, what a career in gaming. But back to my rant. I'm here for Fable. If I don't have to buy an Xbox to play Fable anymore, why would I? Why would I? I mean, you don't really, and that's part of the issue. And that I mean, it's good because it creates you get in that ecosystem. But again, don't you want? Okay, let's let's. I'm glad you said that word ecosystem because people keep mentioning that Xbox has a better online uh, system, like multiplayer is better. Blah blah blah. All things I'm not I'm not willing to argue about. Like I believe. With my experience, I've always had better online experiences, connectivity, blah, 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 with Xbox and with PlayStation. I'll agree. I think PlayStation has caught up and gotten a lot better since those days, since the 360 days especially. But for argument's sake, Xbox has a better online experience. Cool. Apple has a better online experience than Samsung. What else do they have? They have an ecosystem. What is the ecosystem doing? The ecosystem gets you from an iPhone to an Apple Watch, which gets you to iPods. And then you've got that nice little cohesive system. So when you start thinking about getting other devices, you want things to work well. You want the system that already works well to continue. So what do you do? You get an iPad. You like the iPad so much, you might want to get a computer for work. What do you get? 
you get a MacBook Pro. That's how an ecosystem is supposed to work. It's not supposed to be like butting heads and like trying to make the puzzle pieces fit. Everything's supposed to mesh together and work well with each other. That's not, that is not Xbox's ecosystem anymore. They have everything and everything is just all over the place. Yeah. Yep. So it's hopefully still, there's supposed to be some sort of reveal this month. Um, supposedly we'll get the Lockhart reveal. Uh, so we shall see if we get more information. I hope we get an update on Halo. Um, I hope they show off some. I, I would love as much as it would suck. And it doesn't just have to be in that, but I would love to see some sort of something from 343, whether it's a tweet, a blog post, Major Nelson, whatever they do. Of here's what it looked like before. We heard your feedback. We appreciate what you said. We've taken that criticism to heart. We have corrected the ship, and here's what it looks like now. Um, I am not. I'm going to say this again. I'm not against Xbox. I just want what they promise. Just like you know, Watchdogs when it first came out, they did not give us what we promised. We're, not, we're seeing the same thing here. So I don't know. Let us know what you think. Hit us up. Share your thoughts. Tell us we're wrong. Please, just give us something. Something to go off of here. I want to know if people think I'm crazy or not. I know I think I'm crazy. But I want to know if other people think the same way. Maybe but we have I'm Ricky back on a podcast again. Let's let's see if we can get Ricky on here. You out there, Ricky? You, you got that? Yeah. That? Let's, uh, Ricky, I know you're listening to this. So let's hop on one time for the one time. Or two time. Second time for the second time. Two times yeah. for the second time. Two times Tuesdays. Um, <laughs> so, gentlemen, let's let's end this show with what have you guys been playing this week? That's a very short list, Greg. <laughs> per usual, uh, played a little bit of Zelda, and by a little bit of Zelda, I mean a little bit of Zelda. Um, literally booted it up, checked how much of the map I've discovered, ran in a circle for three times, and then immediately had to turn it off. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> and then I've also tried playing a little bit of Destiny this week, which just did not work out. Oh yeah, I was supposed to be on that. My bad. No, it's all good. Uh, it's a it's it's a return to form for me. Uh, I'm almost done with my XCOM campaign. Um, I might finish that campaign tonight, so I can jump back into Ghost. So I'm gonna go backwards. I'm gonna go Ghost. T-Lop 2, Final Fantasy 7. Okay. The reason, the reason I'm doing it that way is because I know the Ghost Platinum can be done in one playthrough. Uh, so if you do the right saves and you spend a lot of time in The Last of Us 2, you can do the same thing in The Last of Us 2. Oh, okay. I would just, uh, as you play through, save prior to... Um, Anytime you spend points, create a save file. So, uh, well, gentlemen, I have you guys beat almost across the board on this one. As I said before, I had a luxurious week off, um, and I took full advantage of it. I completed my uh, game eleven and game or game ten and game eleven of this year. So I completed uh, Little Town Heroes. Thank you, thank you, appreciate that. Completed Little Town Heroes on the Switch. And then went back and finished up Trials of Mana for the Switch. Um, Little Town Heroes, again, I said it before, it's really cute, really fun, um, interesting combat system. 
I want I actually want to see more of that world. So I hope we get something else. Uh, but they did kind of wrap that game up fairly nice and neatly. So don't think we'll get anything more. But it was really cool. Um, Trials of Mana has a very interesting uh, story. That it it it's it is a if you don't know now you know it's a remake of appreciate that Matt it's a remake of uh, of of a uh, of Trials of Mana that actually never came to the to the West um, from Japan back in like the mid nineties so this storyline is very nineties RPG esque like early nineties um, so it, it's it's absolutely ridiculous and, and absurd. And there are times when my eyes couldn't roll any farther back, but I saw the credits. So put that as game number 11. Uh, I also went on Wednesday and started playing grounded as part of the early access for anybody who has game pass on Xbox. See, I have game pass on Xbox. I do believe in these things. Um, so I went and played that a little bit and I, I was having fun. It's, it's a cool, like, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids Fallout 76 vibe. Um, like, you are, it just kind of throws you in there. It doesn't give you an explanation why. It is kind of preview access. It doesn't tell you why you are, what you are, where you are, what you're doing. You can pick one or four different characters. Um, there's all kinds of little bugs. You pick up materials and craft items. Um, you do have a bag space, which I absolutely hate, but... It's video games, so it is what it is. Uh, and I was I was on it. I probably played for like two hours. And then this spider at night came out of nowhere with its big old beady red eyes. And just that was game over for me. And that's when I turned that console off. Because I don't do spiders. My whole family was laughing at me during this. But I'm like, nope, click, oh, no, power button, done. What's my switch at? Give me a happy game. Let's play something bright and colorful. And that's when I started playing Little Town Heroes again. Um, so it, it, it's cool. I like its kind of theme. I might go back into it because it actually has like an arachnophobia slider you can create. So I'm kind of curious as to what it was look like if I set that arachnophobia to hell now nah, I ain't blessed with that and see what, what the spiders look like then. Um, and then... On Friday, I went and purchased Fairy Tale for the Switch and started playing that. Ooh, nice. Oh, I, so Friday, I, I was scrolling through the PlayStation Store and I saw it was available. And so you're gonna have to let me know how that is because I am very intrigued by it. So so far, it's interesting. Did you follow Fairy Tale, Matt? You watch the anime? Yes. So yeah, it yeah. it takes place. It starts off with the um, final battle on Tenryu Island. Okay. And then. It works really, really, really well for the game because the whole premise is to get your guild um, back to the number one in Fioria. So, which works out perfectly in the story because if you remember, they come back seven years later and whatever. So, it follows that kind of timeline. It's it's an RPG um, of an anime, almost like a Monster Hunter game. Uh, is it? Is it open world in the sense of like a uh, World Seeker, One Piece? I did not play World Seeker, uh, so I wouldn't know. But it, it is, it, it is free roam. Um, okay. It's an anime game though, so yeah. your character models look really good. Uh, some of the areas look phenomenal, but like when you're in whatever, I can't remember the name of the main city now. But when you're in that city, it kind of looks like early ps3 graphics 
Mm. Like it's, it, but it's it's one of those like, have you ever played an anime game where you're like, oh my god, this is top tier. I've never seen anything looking better. I, I will tell you what game I have not thought that about: Jump Force. <laughs> oh yeah, I watched my kids play that. Let me tell you what, that is some action figures fighting right there. I 100% stand by that statement. That is That game is what we thought our action figures looked like when we were kids. We were headbutting them against each other and pew, 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 pew. Yes, exactly. But they both I, want it for the Switch now. Action figure the video game. Yeah, it's it's absolutely insane. So, But yeah, I played a couple games. Um, I still have another week off. So maybe I'll get through game number 12. I don't really know yet. So we'll see. Mm. But Matt, unless you got anything else for us, why don't you share those that information they need? Guys, we always love talking with you or talking at you rather, because you can't communicate across the sound waves. But if you want to join the conversation, you can follow us on all social media at the TDM show and Instagram at TDM show using the hashtag the TDM show. Or you can visit our website. And there is a little form button where you can suggest uh, topics for us to talk about. If you want to be a guest, you can throw your name into the virtual bucket or suggest someone else. Uh, we're available on all platforms that podcasts are streaming. So be sure to like, rate, review us, and share us with your friends. As for me, you can always follow me on all social media at Matt underscore Gutu, number one fan account for Pablo Sanchez. Caleb? Uh, yeah, you could definitely follow me on Twitter. If you feel like it, it's relatively safe right now. Uh, come November, I'm sorry. I apologize in advance. <laughs> come November, I apologize in advance. Uh, yeah, I am at Old Man Mookie on Twitter. I think I'm at Old Man Mookie on Instagram. And follow me on PlayStation because that's where I'm playing right now. Westside Mookie833. I haven't changed it yet because as much money as I spend on shoes. There is like a mental block on like why would I pay ten dollars to change my name? <laughs> I still have used my free one. <laughs> yeah, neither have I. So eventually, eventually, I'll, I'll crack under the pressure and I'll I'll change. But until then, what's that, Mookie eight thirty three? Well, you can find me uh, at on Twitter at Tonksy T O N N K S Y and on the console, same thing, but without the Y. So that's T O N N K S. Uh, I hope you guys have a great week. I appreciate you listening to us. Uh, As always, stay safe, wash your hands, wear a mask, and this week, watch out for those demons in your dreams.